Well, time to talk cricket and catch up with John Norman uh, in the UK now where Aussie retained the Ashes. England avoids losing a home Ashes series, coming back from 0-2 down after 25 days. Everyone's a bit happier, maybe a bit unhappy as well. Joining us to talk uh, the Ashes series, TalkSport cricket editor John Norman. Morning, John. Which side of the camp are you on, happy or unhappy? Oh, look, if you're unhappy today, then... Well, you can't be a cricket fan, really. I mean, understandably, if you're Australian, you're going to be disappointed. Um, they came here to win. Um, they went 2-0 up, and they walk away 2-2. And, and you know, they still... It will still be... So in four years' time, essentially, it will be 25 years since an Australian team have won an Ashes in England. You know, that's, uh, that's a long time, a generation. And uh, you're not going to get too many better opportunities. But from a cricket perspective and an England fan perspective, I've just witnessed, you know, the greatest series I may ever watch, um, such as the state of test cricket these days, where you more often than not get two test series. It was test cricket at its best from beginning to end. So many stories, so many sliding door moments, so much brilliance, so much individual, um, so much individual success, so many, so much drama. Um, and I suppose when the dust settles on this series, it'll actually be a, a little bit of disappointment that it's not in our lives anymore. It's, uh, it's been a wonderful six weeks. And I suppose, whilst, of course, it would have been great to have been 2-2 coming into this test match, it's almost fitting that the series has ended yeah. 2-2. Um, and it's just been a, an absolute privilege to be able to, uh, to, be, able to be at uh, all of the games throughout the series. Australia had this test almost in the bag. Then they fell apart, four for 11. A disastrous uh, collapse. The the series just keeps on giving and giving, didn't it? Well, this is why it was such a remarkable series. You know, every single test went one way, then the other. The first test, Australia win by two wickets. A test match that England really should have won nine times out of ten. The Lord's Test will be remembered for the drama of the, ben, of the uh, Johnny Bairstow stumping, the, uh, the brutality of Ben Stokes uh, batting in second innings. And then, England, and then it was Australia who came away from a, with a close one. Headingly, Mark Wood bowling, possibly the fastest spell that's ever been recorded in this country. Uh, and then to Old Trafford. Basball, at its absolute balmiest, only for us to have to sit and watch rainfall for two days, ending any chance that England had of becoming only the second side ever to come back from 2-0 down to win 3-2 to the Oval, where finally Pat Cummins wins a toss. And essentially, um, Australia throw away... uh, uh, Basically, they drop the ashes on day one. Five chances going down. They then batted slower than a snail with a a broken leg on day two. Um, And then somehow find themselves in a position on day five when set a record score... They were favourites to go on to win, only to suffer the mother of all collapses late on day five. So, absolutely incredible drama from beginning to end. And then, Stuart Broad. Last ball, Alex Carey caught behind for 28 with that last ball of his career. And he finished with 604 test wickets at an average of 27.68. One of the greatest to ever represent England, wasn't he? I mean, what a way to go out. Well, exactly. This is a guy who's taken more Ashes wickets than any other Englishman. Uh, a guy whose final uh, ball as a batsman in international cricket, uh, in test cricket, was uh, to hit it for six. And then with his final ball in international cricket, is to take a wicket. 
um, and to win the series. I mean, I mean, that's well, win the match, draw the series. Yeah. All in front of his, uh, of his, uh, you know, newborn child, uh, who sadly won't grow up to remember this moment, but at least they can say they were here. And uh, at a ground where really he announced his name on the world stage with that uh, spell in the 2009 Ashes, uh, he ends it with the greatest farewell that you could possibly conjure up. And there's been talk now, it might be the last one for Mo and Ellie as well. What about Jimmy Anderson? Well, Mo and Ellie almost certainly retired today. He walked off arm in arm with Stuart yep. Broad and took the applause from the crowd. And it was Mo and Ellie's wicket of Travis Head um, with Australia seemingly set. You know, three down, two set batters at the crease. The target just 120, 130 runs away. Plenty of time to get them in. Um, so really a, a magical moment for, uh, for Moeen. He walks off alongside Stuart Broad. Jimmy Anderson, no decision, um, no indication he's going to retire anytime soon. In fact, the indication is quite the opposite. Despite a really disappointing series for him today, he looked way short, um, truth be told. Uh, he intends to carry on. So uh, retirement from uh, Broad and Ali. Whether we'll see David Warner ever play again as well for Australia, that's going to be questioned. Pat Cummins uncommitting on that, uh, uncommittal on that one. Um, Uzma Kawaja as well, possibly. So uh, the Oval has always been a ground uh, synonymous with uh, cricketing farewells, and we've had for sure another two of them today in Broad and Ali, and we just have to wait and see what the Aussies do. Without a doubt, cricket was the winner on the day. John, hey, thank you so much for uh, joining us this morning. Yep, cricket was certainly the winner, and uh, yeah, I've loved being here throughout the series, and uh, thanks for having me on.